What is up? Good morning. It is your clickbait team. We are here with another episode. Um, You know, I really feel like you already know what I'm about to say. There is never a dull moment in Bachelor Nation. And well, (laughs) yeah, we have the Bachelor Nation breakdown filled with a lot of juicy tidbits. Um, as well as clickbait of the week that I'm actually really, really into because we're dispelling insecurities in relationships, as well as having an amazing person as our guest on the podcast today. We have Piper James, and I love this girl through and through. I, I've never met her, but I'm excited to get into it with her and just really get to know her some more. So let's freaking get started. What a freaking week. What a freaking week. You know, Piper is the first person we're having from the current season. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. Yeah. Um, she got to She got to spill some extra tea. I heard her on on happy hour and I'm like, mm-hmm. she's a real one. Come to clickbait and really spill some tea about this house. Okay. We're going to get her. <laughs> OK, guys, well, let's start this off with some really, I don't know, some some good news. Um, the executive producers have released a statement in support of Rachel Lindsay. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like this um, is the support we need right now. And I think that coming from them, it means a lot. How do you guys feel about it? Uh, yeah, I think it was very, I think it was the right thing to do. Oh, so here's the thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's my take on, uh, I'm just going to give you guys my take on what I think, you know. So I remember on Peter, Peter season, at, yeah. I think it was Natasha, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was the after the rose or the women tell all mm-hmm. where the show addressed all the hate. Yes. Women tell all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I watched that and thought that's a mistake. That's a mistake mm. to be addressing this mm. because in my head, I'm thinking the people that do talk shit mm-hmm. and are saying all these horrible things to contestants and to everyone. And everyone's getting it right now. You know, it doesn't matter what side you you seem to be on. Chris Harrison's getting it. Rachel Lindsay's Mm -hmm. getting it. I mean, everyone is. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like that's feeding into these people because they're not logical. They're looking for a reaction and now they're getting a reaction. And I know we're trying to do the right thing, which Mm -hmm. I think still needs to be done, but it's how are we going to you know, stop these people. And I don't know if it's possible because people live on the internet and they, they, there's so much hatred. Like there is Mm -hmm. so much hatred out there. The shit that people are saying to everyone. And I know it's easy for me to say, cause I'm someone that says, well, don't look at it. You know, who cares? Mm -hmm. Cause if you guys said a bunch of mean shit to me now, I'm going to be like, I'm going to feel it. But if you say it, I take my headphones off. I don't feel it. Um, so I don't know if there's anything positive to take out of that. Thanks. That's an interesting take, Joe. I'm actually really happy you shared that. I understand what you mean by that, but I also think that it was a very great call to do just because there's so many people, people are unaware for the, let's say for the people who don't maybe slide into people's DMs or Maybe you know somebody who does that shit, right? And you just, like, people aren't aware of the, how I think the severity of it. Um, You know, anytime I post something on my Instagram and I just screenshot some bullshit that someone sends me, it's flooded. It gets flooded by, oh my gosh, I can't believe people say these things to you guys, right? So I think the awareness is what they were trying to achieve at the Women Tell All during Peter's season. Um, and, you know, re- I don't think it made it worse, but my, I have to believe that in some world it made it better for someone or, so, or something, mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. Because they're, they're, like you said, they are irrational people out there. There's a lot of hate out there. Um, and, but if we keep it in as people who are, who have, you know, followers or have a following or whatever you want to call it, it's the same thing with bullying at school. You know, when kids are being bullied at school, when kids don't say anything to someone or to their parents, it's like awful. And then they continue, this thing continues to happen. Um, but then when people speak up, 
the hope is that it stops or it, you know, something happens to it. Now, of course, you can't reprimand every single person, but guess what? You can block them. And, yeah. you know, regardless, we all look at our, we all look at our DMs. We all do, right? Like we, we just do. I mean, I, I don't know, but the executive producers coming out in support of Rachel, I think that, you know, if she just went offline and never said why people would, come up with their own reasons why and it probably would be negative you know like yeah but is, is that bad is that bad to just let people so because i was no, really is trying it to... bad no <clears throat> is it another option yes but yeah. i also think that letting people know that because right now i bet everybody there's a lot of people even those trolls want to know what Rachel Lindsay has to has to say about the executive producers coming out and her support, mm-hmm. what she has to say about all these things that are going on. But guess what? She's not on the Internet right now. So no one knows what she has to say, but the people who are in her close circle. Right. So what I'm trying to say is, is that, you know, and also. It's good for her mental health to take this break, and, and I'm glad that she's doing that. I right? agree with that. That should be above everything, above everything. Yeah, exactly. It's good for her mental health and the executive, you know. If she hadn't, if she just took this break, if she hadn't, um, if she hadn't expressed exactly why, would we be getting the support from the executive producers? We don't know. But I think it all lends in all, you know, as someone who, you know, who knows her personally, we all have met her. We all know her. Um, it's just awful to, 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 to know that someone that is so helpful in, in normal everyday life is get is going through this and the executive producers coming out in her support i mean she is always there to support them right she has a life outside of being the bachelorette she has a husband that she is with because of the results of the show and she does show up for these women tell alls and have these uncomfortable conversations with people i just think that um we shouldn't have to wait and I think this is an individual thing that the executive producers said and did. We shouldn't have to wait for the franchise. No one should have to wait for the franchise to say an apology. Uh, and I think that's what the executive producers did here in, in doing this. I, I like both of your guys' perspectives. And I feel like my opinion is I understand what you're saying, Joe. Like I always I feel like that's why some people like to speak out and not speak out about things. It's just like yeah. when you're highlighting the trolls. Why would you want to give them the energy? But also at the same time, you have to highlight the problem in order to fix the right. problem. So I understand yeah. that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as being just a person, like a person of the franchise, um, I think it means a lot for them to say something. But as being a lead, I think it means even more just because this is such like an intimate experience. You know what I mean? Like you, they, they know you very, 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 very well. Um, and to feel like they have your back, I think is the biggest thing. And I think that that's what they want to provide that comfort for her. Just knowing like, cause if they didn't say anything, it's just like, really? Like I am in this because of you guys, you know what I mean? Right. Like you right. guys gave me the opportunity. You guys gave me this platform. Like I'm making a name for myself with you guys you know, as part of my foundation. And if you're not saying anything, like, how does that make me feel? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I yeah. feel like it's, it's it was a really good thing for them to say something just because she needs to feel comfort in this. Um, and supported. And supported. And, and we need to be a united front as a nation. Moving on. Um, and this is just like, <laughs> my stomach just like dropped. Like, I definitely want to talk about this. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Um, but this has to do with the next Bachelor Nation breakdown is with Taylor Nolan's very, very problematic tweets. Okay, so Taylor Nolan's tweets and not just tweets, uh, Facebook posts, Instagram posts, all these different things from her past that came up. Um, and yeah, there's just a lot to unpack here. Um, number one. The comparison that people are trying to make with Chris Harrison and Rachel Kirkinell and this, there is no comparison. There's none. Agreed. These are very, I'm sorry, very different none. things. Way different. They're very different things. Way so different. I need everyone to stop. <laughs> it's God. very this is different. It's making me shake. It's actually it's wild. Really, it's really, really a big, big difference here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, also, as someone who is... You know, I've never met Taylor in person, but I do, we are 
Facebook or um, we are Instagram friends, right, on Instagram. And she has been advocating for equality and been doing all these different things for as long as I've been a part of the franchise, at least as well, for as far as I can, as far as I've been following her is, is what I can say. I didn't know her before the fran- before I was a part of the franchise last year. Um, but she has single-handedly offended. I, d- I can't name a community that she has not offended, right? Yeah. Like she's point. offended pretty much every community. So with that said, um, one of the things that is a culture that I don't know where it came from is, of course, everyone in your DMs. Why haven't you said anything? Why haven't you said anything? Why are you holding people accountable, holding people accountable? Yes, we want to hold everyone accountable. I don't care who you are, right? Um, I don't care what the the offended people, who the offended people are. If you offend someone, you should hold yourself accountable for that. Now, she has harped on telling people to speak up say something when they have done wrong and then put action behind it, right? So she had these tweets a long time ago. She never said anything. And then they came up and now she's saying she's done all this work and she released a apology that very quickly, which I was happy that she acknowledged it, but the apology, the original apology that she said was very ill. It just, it wasn't right. It wasn't right. It was awful because, but again, this pressure that people put on people in her as as well to say something right away, say something right away. Yeah, but that's that's the problem. She's that person. She did that to everybody. Well, that's what I'm saying. And then it came and kicked her in the butt, right? Because she is the the main person who harps on, say something immediately, say something immediately. Then she said something immediately and she wasn't ready. She hadn't even seen everything that came out. She's seen a few tweets here and there, but, and that goes for everyone in the nation, right? So this is, you know, I'm saying everything that everybody knows. And so this, that was one, that's of all the teachable moments here, that was one. You can take your time to say your apology or to speak on something if you need to. That's, we talked, we've talked about that in our podcast before, right? So that's the first teachable moment. And she learned that firsthand. Take your time, girl, because you... People need real space for this apology that you're about to say. Maybe don't take six weeks. And if you're going to take longer than a few days, just acknowledge that you messed up and let people know that you will be saying more and having a more drawn out apology so you can really give space and time to address the communities that you have hurt or the people that you have hurt. So, yeah, there's no real timeline for anything, but I think more so than ever, what these all these instances have shown us is that people who are hurt want people to show accountability and they want people to show remorse, but also just recognize I messed up. And, you know, in her second apology, uh, she mentioned that it was a reaction and not a real apology. So she called herself out on that. And also. She said more to come, meaning I have plenty more to to say and you guys deserve more from me. So we're waiting for that. The only thing that she can do now is is continue the work that she's been doing in show face. Yes, you have to apologize and acknowledge what happened. But the number of people that she has um, that, you know, that. And it's deeper than just saying words. It's It was a mindset because there were just so many tweets, so many posts. This was a mindset. This seemed like a very angry, unhappy human. So uh, I reached out to Taylor when I saw this stuff go down and I messaged her and I told her, you know, because again, for the record, for everyone listening, never has anyone on this podcast attacked Chris Harrison, attacked Rachel Kirkinell, and I will not attack Taylor Nolan. Um, I do not believe that we should be attacking anyone. I don't know Rachel Kirkinell personally. I don't know Chris Harrison personally. And if I did, I would have reached out to them as well. I do know Taylor on a more personal level than I do those two people. So when I reached out to her, I just let her know, you need to take a break. You need to sit back. And you really need to think about what 
in how you're going to address these things because being so thumb happy to say something is not the way to go here. That yeah. was my advice to her. I, I'm going to start at the beginning. So you have Rachel Kirkconnell, you have Chris Harrison, you have Rachel Kirkconnell. Kirkconnell. Okay. I don't think I'll start with Rachel Kirkconnell first. I don't know her. Not don't know too much about her. Yeah. I would guess that she's not an evil person. I would say she's not a racist. I don't think she is. I think she went to a party. I think I did look it up. They have those parties. They had those parties all the time in the South. I think they're fucked up. I don't understand them. I wouldn't go to them. I don't think she was going there to be like, yeah, I'm pro-slavery. I just don't. I, I'm not going to pin that on her. Chris Harrison, I believe he was trying to stick up for her. I think he was ignorant. I think he called, I think he called himself on it. I think he, after the fact, he apologized. I don't think Chris Harrison's an evil person. And I think he's an excellent host. Personally, he's one of the best I've ever seen. Rachel Lindsay, I think, is opinionated. I think she strives to have real conversations, and I think she's great at it. And I think she's one of the few people from Bachelor Nation who is actually talented. I think Rachel is a real talent as a host. I think I don't think okay, wait, any of those wait, wait. people. Wait, wait. Good. I have to stop you there. Rachel did not do anything wrong. Yeah, I, I will. Okay. I just want to no, yeah, no, reiterate I, that. Yeah, I want to hear yeah, yeah. yeah, keep going, Joe. People. I'm just, I'm yeah, talking more it. about the fact that all these people are getting so much hate because yeah. I, yes, I, yes, yes. everyone's getting so much hate. But keep yes, going. I want to hear this. But I agree. I don't think Rachel Lindsay did anything wrong. Okay. So I don't think any of these people should be getting all this crazy hate. Yes. Um, with that being said, Taylor Nolan. Yeah. Okay. Now, she's somebody that is really into calling everyone out. Like, even in her statement, it was, it was the Bachelor franchise is racist. Um, do you think they would ever do it to somebody like JoJo Fletcher? Now, for me, it's like you're just bringing that name in there. You're just... Do what? Like, um, you think they would not have JoJo Fletcher's back? Like, saying oh, the franchise... Oh, oh. It's just like you're bringing somebody in there that really has never done anything wrong and you're just putting their name in there and you're using hypotheticals and you're accusing people of, oh, I don't think that apology was real. What did you do? What did you do? Um, I don't like that. I don't like the just calling people out. I think it's like, hey, you know, if you want to make a change, make a change, but you don't have to call people out while you're doing it. Just work on it yourself. Go out there. Do something. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now we look at what she, her tweets. Okay. So this is like basically Mrs. Cancel Culture herself. It just said some really fucked up shit that mm. for me, it's like, whoa, like that, like, like I'm not perfect and I've done fucked up things. And if you like the movie, The Hangover, when Tyson said, we all do dumb shit when we're drunk, I'm guilty. But I mean, those tweets are pretty fucking evil. Now, yeah. You know, is, should she get canceled? Well, she doesn't really do anything to get canceled anyways. If I was the showrunner or an executive producer of a show, yeah, she's getting fucking fired for that shit because it was bad. Should she be forgiven? I believe everyone should be forgiven um, to an extent. I think um, words are much less harmless than actions. I think, you know, when you murder somebody or you kill, like, those are certain things. Um, but it was pretty fucking bad. It makes it really, really, really hard to try to educate people and teach people when the very, pe the very person that a lot of people are looking to, because she had a lot of points to say and a lot of points to make and and was trying to um shine light on what was wrong with that interview between rachel and chris mm -hmm. it makes it very hard for us to progress forward when the very person is also <laughs> tearing down other people um mm -hmm. we didn't really know that i mean i didn't know any of this stuff until like it started coming to light 
So I think a lot of people like really valued her opinion. And and even though, you know, she delivers it a little bit more intensely at times than, you know, some others do. But she did have some pretty good points, at, you know, when she was trying to shine light on some things. But these comments really make me take a step back and just being like, like, no one should really, y'all really shouldn't say anything about anybody. Like, well, you have no right to be like, he should be canceled. He did this wrong. Yeah. You can say, hey, this really hurt me. And this is why mm-hmm. it hurt me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't like this. But you don't say you should lose your job. This should happen to you. This, that, this, that, this, that, because that's what I think. You don't have the luxury of doing that. You know why? Because Agreed. we're all wrong to yep. some capacity we've all are flawed we've all made mistakes i'm sure at some point in life we've all said things we probably shouldn't have said you know yeah but with that being said it's just like i mean i don't know i, I i'm not gonna lie I, I mean i i don't know if i should say this but like her apology is very hard for me to accept because she was so mm-hmm. quick to denounce a lot of other people's apologies as well as their actions and 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 really make them seem like really bad people. And I'm not saying she's a bad person. I, I actually I don't know what I'm saying about this girl. I'm sorry. I don't really know. I feel like it's making me feel like a lot of a lot of things. Like I'm sure she's grown within since she's said all that crazy shit. But right. and of course she's going to be able to make um valid points and still yeah. do good with having a past that she was clearly pretty evil in her words. Right. But she was, it's hard because honestly, she was the you first guys, one to call people out on everything and trying to cancel people. It's hundreds of tweets. It's hundreds of tweets. Yeah. It right. wasn't one time being like, oh, like saying something. It's hundreds. Like it's. Right. I'm not, I'm not trying to defend those tweets or posts I, I don't, by, I, by any means. I don't know. I'm not. I'll, I'm I'll just see. trying to. What I'm trying to say is, is that when someone like, for instance, it's the same thing with Chris Harrison. Like. That doesn't what he said in that interview. It's like that doesn't like you said, Joe, he is a great host. No one is saying that he's not a great host like no, like that. Yeah. Right. But going forward after saying what he has said in his mindset outside of Rachel Kirkconnell, I think that's where it's like, oh, well, you can be a great host and people not know that this is how you actually feel or your true feelings. And I think with 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 and it's so we're talking about the growth of people, right? Like and, and where people are today. As a as a person who practice mindfulness, um, who you are today really matters to me personally right so if i found out in college you did this you did that you did you know it's like there are people who have had terrible pasts and they have resurrected today it's like do we condemn them for what they did back then or do we or do we take them for who they are today right yes so so that's where it's like that's why i'm saying an apology for those tweets, I don't know how you would po- apologize for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like, you can, yeah, I don't thing, I understand that. But the apology wasn't even like an apology at times. It was a kind of like a. It was like people well, are is, coming this at This is kind me. of where it came at, like came from. You know what I mean? It's just like if she would have just been like, I really fucked up. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think I do think she should have. She said she knew that they were out there and she never deleted them. I do think she should have deleted them. Yeah. I mean, because they're hurtful. They're Especially hurtful, if she's know? grown. Especially if you've grown. You're not that person yeah. anymore. Be like, get that out. That is trash. Yeah. It's, you, why would you want anybody to ever figure that? I get that. I understand that was a journey. Like I read it. Like I understand that was a journey for her. And she was like at this low of a point, And she's that was part of her journey to become the person she is today. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But like if you need to look back and, and see those I don't know, print them out and have them in your notebook of growth. I don't know. Like you don't, they don't need to be out there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Really people need to start putting thought into what they're typing and what they're saying and everything they're doing, because you don't know how it's going to be interpreted. You don't know who you're affecting. You're, it's just, I think it's, it's really like a drug. It's social Mm -hmm. media is a fucking drug. It's addicting. And I think it's one of those things where if you're a troll, right. And you hate on somebody, like, I'm sure the first time you do it, it's probably like a rush. And then eventually it just becomes 
constant, right? But whatever. Let's get let's 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 get something positive going here. There is so much going on, and I know that uh, I've said this even on my stories. I feel like every you know step forward we take, we take a couple of steps back. But with that being said, I feel like we are trying to progress forward, and I think that with the executive producer statement, um, you know, we got to start looking to the good things that are coming to the franchise. And I think that one of the good things that are coming to the franchise is. Emmanuel Ocho hosting the After the Final Rose. Um, he was first a guest on Talking It Out with Mike and Brian. And um, he is a man that has a online series called um, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. And with that, I feel like he is definitely the man for the job. Yeah. Um, because this season, these, this past year, like a lot of things that we've been going through is having a lot of uncomfortable conversations with the ones that we love, um, the ones that we see on television, you know what I mean? Peers, whatever it may be. So I think that this is definitely the right direction. Yeah. I think I, um, I listened to him. I listened, uh, blah, blah, blah. I listened I to him talk a few times. I think he's very charismatic. I think he's a lot of fun. I think he's going to bring a lot of fun to the table. And I also think he's somebody that can have hard conversations with it still being light, you know, like he's, he's, and he's he makes unbiased. You, I love yes, that. Yes. And he makes you feel comfortable. And I really liked when he said, he said it on Mike and Brian's podcast that I hate to be somebody that's complaining about a problem and not working at it. So he really mm -hmm. thought about like how he was going to, yes, you know, just speak on everything and do everything. And I think he's very logical. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how he's going to host it. Yeah, and to and to expand on that, right? To expand on uh, what you just said uh, with with in Mike and Brian's podcast, he said that he looks in the mirror and he's getting flubby, and he's like, "Oh man, I'm 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 getting flubby," you know, "I'm I'm gaining weight." He was like, "But no, I, I so I need to go work out. I need to go hit the gym." Right. So that's that action that he's talking about putting behind it, and. You know, the same thing with the franchise and everything that's happening. And even Chris Harrison, like him deciding not to do the after the rose and just sit this one out and and probably educate himself and, and do some things. I mean, to be honest with you, I per like again, I'm not of the cancel culture either. I think that people can do better and, th and people, if they want to, they will do better. And when we hold people accountable, they see that. So I would love to see, I mean... I I love Matt and I love his top three, but um, I want to see Emmanuel talk to Chris Harrison. That's what I want to see. You know, That'd be insane. Like, yeah, right. Wouldn't that be amazing? Like, and just really talk about and dissect what's what, how people were feeling, and and that I believe would just build so much growth. I mean, I don't know if you guys have watched the show, but I watched the one with him and um, him and uh, Matthew McConaughey. It was fantastic. It was great, and. You know, we all look at Matthew McConaughey as this cool, you know, um, my husband, but actor. Yeah, this cool, that. that was I was waiting. Yeah. Well, but he's this cool actor, but also he, you know, he is, you know, Tasha. Tasha, if she never met Zach, boo, you know. <laughs> oh no, 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 Zach knows that's my first, <laughs> my first man. <laughs> yeah, Zach is the Mister. Zach is the Mister. Um, so, but even hearing some of the things that he said, he was just like you know, his mind was just blown open. And, and we as even as black people, that does not mean that we can't be we can't do something that's wrong. Like when I was younger, I was obsessed with Pocahontas. I always wanted to be Pocahontas and dress up as Pocahontas. I did not know that dressing in Native American wear is wrong. I didn't know that when I was younger, right? And then you get older, you do better. And now you can say to other people, if you see them doing something like, oh, maybe you shouldn't do that. And like, you know, yeah. spread that word. So no one is exempt just because I'm black. No one's exempt from doing better is what I'm trying to say. I feel like um, he's a really good person to have kind of also be another leader in that. Um, mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So I love that it's something that's not from the franchise. I love that it's someone that um, is very well versed in these kind of conversations and can really maybe like tweak our perspective in a different way and make like our head tilt and be like, wow, I never thought about it that way. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a really good, impactful change. So 
Yeah, and to the listeners, give give them a chance. There's so much Bachelor Nation stuff, of course, that went on this week. We we just we got to get to Piper. We do not have any more time to talk about our clickbait, but we got you guys next week with our clickbait of the week. All right, so everybody, right now it is that time for our guest. We are so excited to have her on the show. Everyone, please welcome Piper James. Piper, what's up? How you doing? Hi, Piper. Hi. Hi. Piper, can I just say, when I see you, I think of my sister. Because I feel like you and my sister look very similar. And so basically, if you want to be friends or sisters, like, I'm down. I'm so open <laughs> to it. Please, I've been waiting for you to ask. <laughs> That's so funny. How, How are, are you? you? I'm great. I'm doing super well. How are you guys? We're good. Good. All right, good. Piper. Really, really good. So here's the thing. All right. What do you want to talk about today? Do you want to talk? No, no, no. Here's for real, for real, for real. All right, Cole. So. Women Tell All was this week. Women Tell All was this week. Um, How do you feel about the way it ended and your relationship with Matt James and everything right now? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I think it ended. It was a good closure point. It was nice to kind of come back and see all the ladies and, you know, have conversations and whatnot. But I mean, I feel like I did get the closure I needed and just kind of kind of went into it, not really expecting anything. So it was nice to just kind of like close that chapter down and have those, those conversations and then just be like, that was good. That's what I needed. That's really there with no expectations. Cause I feel like that's kind of how you have to set yourself up in this. I don't know in that situation specifically, just because if Mm -hmm. you are looking to hear a certain answer from somebody or looking for an apology, this, that, this, that you can get let down once again. And, and what we learned from you exiting was that it's not always easy for you to kind of open up and be vulnerable and really let people in. And so um, I think that you took a lot from that and I'm I'm really proud of you. And I think that when you do that, you learn so much more about yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think that now I just have this like new set of tools to take into any, any relationship I go into, into the future. And, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for that. And, you know, that, that's enough for me that that learning experience is exactly what I needed, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really resonated with your story and um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people out there did. And, you know, it was, I like, I, I was, I literally cried when you were like, got in the car and you were just like, I opened myself up and the worst thing happened. And it's something that, um, it is hard to do, especially, Mm -hmm. um, if it was one of the first times, I don't know, was it the first time that you felt you really opened yourself up? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that I, I had, you know, in the past probably two or three years, I've started opening myself up to like just my friends and like being able to have those open conversations with just in terms of friendship and how you feel about your friends and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. So doing that in like a romantic setting, that was definitely the first time I'd done yeah. that. And that was, that was hard, but it was, it was good. Yeah. It, it, it does get easier. I will say that. Good. <laughs> it does get easier. <laughs> yes, it does. It gets easier. Um, you start picking partners that make you feel safe enough to do that. Right. Um, so that is, uh, that's really good. And I, I really, I really felt that also, um, I heard you on happy hour and you were talking about your love languages Yes. and I want to know from when you went on the show to now after the show, uh, do you think that there's something different that you're looking for in a partner? Yeah. um, I mean, or in the love languages. Yeah. I think that now that I'm able to express my feelings I I kind of view relationships in this like kind of new way in which I'm like let me just go in here and be a hundred percent honest up for up front I mean obviously not like spilling all of your your dirty secrets on a first date or anything like that but you know just going into a relationship and being yeah don't do that yeah don't do that that's that's (laughs) (laughs) Um, just going to a first date and being like my full authentic self. Cause I feel like sometimes I, I had a tendency to hold back, but you know, just going in and being my full personality and realizing that that person either accepted or not. And, you know, I think that that's kind of how I view relationships now and having that open communication and that quality time is, is so important. Yes. And this is clickbait. So we like to get a little messy sometimes. Okay. Um, <laughs> a little, just a little messy, a Piper. <laughs> I want to know, do you, what do you think Matt James's love language is after dating him? I think that's a great question. Um, 
Um, I honestly don't know because he had this very, very good presence about him with all of the women where he made everyone feel really special. Um, and I said it a few times when I was there that, you know, in doing that, sometimes nobody feels special if everyone feels like they're getting that same, that, that same thing. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I think that he's really good at giving words of affirmation, but in terms of like what he needs and what he takes in a partner, I, I honestly couldn't tell you because he is so good at making everybody feel so seen. So I don't know what he needs. <laughs> mm, okay. Okay. He's good at giving work. I feel like people give what they want. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll just, we'll just say his love language is words of affirmation. We'll say that. Yes. We'll say that. Okay. Thank so, you for that. <laughs> Piper, I heard you say before that you didn't, you didn't watch the show prior to going on it, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm the same. I'm the same as you. So same. Prior, <laughs> prior to going on it though, did you think that, you were going to be able to get to the place that you were with Matt? Like, did you think that was even a possibility that you were going to be able to open up and do all this on national TV? Yeah. Um, I think that I kind of went into it again with no expectations, but hoping that that was going to be the outcome. But I didn't want to put myself in a mindset where I was like already saying like, I'm going to fall in love with this guy. That's going to happen because I felt like that wouldn't have been authentic. So I, I definitely went in with an open mind and I was like, I'm, I know that I'm, open to the possibility of love, getting engaged, falling in love, getting married, all of that. Um, so I was like, yeah, let's do this. But I wasn't going in there being like, I will fall in love with Matt James. He will be my husband. <laughs> like I was just yeah. like, hopefully. Yeah. I have a question. I want to bring it back to like when you were saying um, you more so recently just started opening up and it's kind of started with your friend group. Mm-hmm. What really prompted that? Like, because that's, I think that that's something that people ask a lot, especially when it comes to transformation. And it's just like, okay, well, how did you start like breaking down walls and like being able to be open and whatnot? And the fact that you said that you started with your friend group is very interesting to me. So I would mm-hmm. love to know more about that because I feel like that could help a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, a lot of my best friends we met, you know, freshman year of college and it was like that whole story. And now we're still friends today. Um, and I feel like in the beginning of those friendships, it was all because we were like uncomfortable going into college and, you know, mm. um, yeah, but I feel like freshman year of college or just any time in your life when you're transitioning into something new, you kind of just like gravitate towards the people that are around you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't until graduating and like being in adult life that my friends and I were able to like kind of step back and be like, wait, why, why were we able to hold, hold on to these friendships? Why did we become so close and, um, kind of breaking that down. And then it, I mean, it helps one of my best friends is in grad school also to become a therapist so oh, we can okay, have great. those conversations but <laughs> yeah um, yes yeah I think a lot of it they started, lean into those yeah, conversations. yeah um it started because we were all kind of just like looking back and we're like you know these friendships didn't have to stay strong for this long and they did so like let's talk about why that is and why we value each other and I think that that's that's where it started it's just kind of been growing from there which is great that's really yes. cool Joe can you tell me why you value Tasha? Uh, <laughs> what? I actually am very intrigued. You're just putting me on the on the spot right now. Yes. yes. I just want you to know, Piper. Joe puts me on the spot all the time. I didn't forget about what you did with Vinny a long time ago. I didn't forget. There it is. All right. Well, okay. Why I value Tasha? Because oh wow, we're really doing this. Um, okay, I'm excited. Yeah. All right. We're doing this. All right. So. She was on this podcast from, we were on this podcast from the beginning. Um, we weren't friends at all. We barely knew each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and just talking to her once a week, I think we formed a pretty good friendship. Uh, I look forward to making her laugh because I think it brightens <laughs> up the whole room. So I think just her being her. Oh, Jim. Pretty that's good, right? So sweet. Pretty good. I didn't feel that. I felt but that. But see, like, I have to say, like, I feel like that's something that you learn, like, through age. And, like, I feel like when people push you to do things like that, it's not a very common thing for, a, especially for a guy to do. And I feel like in this show and in this setting, it, like, if you really do lean into it, mm-hmm. you learn so much more about, like, how to communicate, be a better person, be a better partner, a friend, whatever it may be. Um, but thanks, Joe. I love you. That you was so and not and not afraid to yeah. to say those um to say those things. So yeah, I I went. I, I had to do that. <laughs> had to. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Piper. Thanks for the tea up. <laughs> oh, you know, you know what? Let's uh, let's let's have this conversation because there has also been 
Um, there's so much hate going on on the internet. And I don't, th- I, who knows how it's, if it's ever going to stop or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of out of, out of our control. But a lot of the producers on the show get a lot of hate for overproducing or manipulating or whatnot. How was your experience with the producers? Mm. Yeah. Um, I had a, I had a great relationship with um, the producers, with the producers that were, I was closest with. Um, I mean, we still talk and kind of just like talk about life and whatnot. So I, I feel like that's maybe a misconception, misconception, but it's also not everyone's experience is different. So my personal experience, I, you know, and I didn't feel that at all, but I, I would never try to speak for everybody that goes on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it's mm-hmm. important to highlight that because I feel like I, I think we're all kind of put in a box too when people start talking about their negative experience. And you're like, mm-hmm. I, I want you to speak on that if that's how you feel because that's your experience. But like mm-hmm. for me, like I had a really good one, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it also depends on like where you are in life and if you're ready to start accepting it and like... And who you are. In question. And also... And also, like you said, Piper, the, like you going on the show and just being open minded and not with like, a am going to fall in love. I'm going to this and, you know, mm-hmm. not to say any names, but there mm-hmm. are a lot of people who go on the show for specific reasons, mm-hmm. as we know, mm-hmm. for the right reasons is such a big thing. Sure. And a lot of those people, unfortunately, probably don't have as good of an experience because they are looking for something to come out of it. And when Mm -hmm. you have an open mind and when you don't watch the show prior and things like that, not saying if you do watch the show, but you know, regardless, you just kind of just, you don't know what to expect. And so you're just being authentically you. So you, you connect, I think with people um, and the bachelor as well or bachelorette uh, differently Mm -hmm. because you're just trying to figure it out. Yeah. 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 I think that speaks to it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, What did, so you watched the women tell all I'm Mm -hmm. sure this week. Um, What did you think of it? Uh, I know that you said these were your words for on, on happy hour, surprisingly cordial, apologetic and insightful. Mm -hmm. Now that you've had some time since it aired and you know, so many things have happened. Um, do you still feel that way? Is there were there any things that came up after watching it now that you know you've had some time away from it? Yeah, um, I mean, I think that obviously you film for so long. Same with the show, you film for so long, and then only so much is shown. But I mean, I still stand by those words based on my experience when we were actually filming it. I don't know if you know everyone would agree with me watching it, but I still feel that way. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's good now to kind of see how different relationships in the house were kind of shown, yeah. and I think that that's that to me is one of the most important things because I think that we were so caught up in the drama, especially at the beginning of this season. So, you know, kind of seeing like some of us were really actually friends or some of us still are really good friends or a lot of us are actually. So um, I think that was something that kind of, you got a glimmer of that at Women Tell All and hopefully yes. going forward, people can see that. Who are you friends with mostly? Um, most, or who do you yeah. still talk to? I guess yeah. that's probably a better I talk question. To several people still. Um, oh, good. Chelsea and Abigail, definitely. Brie, actually, I think we're going to be living together in New York. So that's exciting. Oh, shout out to okay. New York. Okay. Right, well, Y'all can't be coming up here in my city. Okay. Sorry, yes, I'm I just so, called it my oh, city. Hold on, Tasha. Tasha's been here for five Tasha's minutes. She's been, literally yeah. been here for a New York minute and now it's her city. Pause. Look, Pause, Tasha. Like, don't queen hate city. the player, hate the game. Wait. It's my city. That's all I got to say. Piper, about. you're, mo- for you're all, moving to New York. OC fans, they're like, really, Tasha? I just like the fast pace. You know, Oregon is very slow and outdoors and I love that but I need like I need to be stressed out a little bit more yeah well come to New York yes you will be stressed Mm. love it all right so now so now you're going you're going to New York now you're single right yes okay now how are you going to go about that are you ready to date are you going to jump on any dating apps what's the deal what's next yeah um I don't know I have never been one for the apps I just my flirting skills are at like a zero. So. Oh my God. You literally sound like me. Like literally the worst. <laughs> All right. Yeah, can you give us an going. example of a flirt? What is a, if <laughs> give you, us a Piper goodness. flirt. If you're um, going to, if you're going to walk up to somebody with an opening line, let's go. I got to hear it. Oh my God. This is so, put the girl on the spot. Okay. Piper, give us some. This is clickbait. Welcome to clickbait Piper. Give us your line. Oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> what is my line? See, I don't, the thing is I don't have a line. It's usually like, fine. 
hi. And like, <laughs> and then internally I'm like hoping and praying they think that I'm cute enough to respond. <laughs> like, no, that's good. I, I would say that's probably the best one you could. I, I, that's what I always say. Dot, dot, I say hi. hi. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. It's good. It's real. It's not too many words. Exactly. It's perfect. Hi's exactly. the way to go. Wait, exactly. are you going to um, go to paradise? I, you know, right now, no one's asked me, you know, I think that a lot would have to change in order to convince me to step foot on the beach. Because right now I'm like, if I want to hang out with my friends, I'll just go on vacation. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just think that there's a lot of changing to be done in the franchise and everything else in order for me to feel comfortable putting myself back in, you know, a producer driven, show driven environment. I love that you said that. I think that's real. And that's how it should be. Yeah. That's how you feel. Mm-hmm. We like to do a little game okay. on clickbait um, sometimes with our guests, with fun guests, you know, like mm-hmm. you. Um, <laughs> it's called This or That. I'm sure you've played it before. Uh, we're going to ask We're gonna ask a series of questions, and you have to tell us this or that. Okay. okay? I'll start. What do we prefer? Now you live in Oregon. You're moving to New York. Do we prefer warm weather or cold weather? Warm weather, 100%. <laughs> okay, Piper, it's dog or cat, but we're going to get a little more into it. And I don't know different types of cats, so I'm going to go two dogs. Okay. <laughs> boxer or a poodle? Ooh, boxer. Yeah, all right. I <gasps> like that. Good answer. I'm going to go get my multi-poo. <laughs> Give her some love. My multi-poo. If you ever come to New York, you're going to love her. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What is the best? Uh, this is not really an answer that I just want to know more about you. What is the best advice you've received in life? Something oh quick, simple, just nothing too crazy. Um, I remember one time I was going on vacation. My mom told me because uh, I was like, oh, my gosh, it was in college. So she was like, I was like, oh, my gosh, spending so much money. And she was like, you can always make more money, but you need to enjoy your experiences. Obviously don't go crazy, but enjoy your experiences and the time. And if money is really an issue, you can always go out into the world, hustle and make more. Oh, yes, mama snaps. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. That's great. We only have today. That's yep. it. Yep. That's, if you want that's, it. That's, that's YOLO. <laughs> yep, that's beautiful. That's you beautiful. Just gave yes, me, you just know. <laughs> confidence to go buy it. so now I'm gonna go buy some new sneakers today I've been do looking it. at them so I should go so do it okay anyway it's back ass. I'm gonna blame it on you so that brings us to the next question work hard or play hard work hard I mm. want to be stressed okay. <laughs> I want to be stressed I want it and oh, positive wait, stress you are in your 20s right yes oh honey when you get to your 30s you're gonna be like look we can need to balance this shit out <laughs> I'm okay, so like let, the upward trajectory of like working hard and stressing myself out. <laughs> all right, yeah. so let's say you are you're you're in New York, you're all stressed out, you're in my Manhattan, you don't know what to do. You're just having one of those days. You want to go have a drink, you want a cocktail. What are you drinking? Um, depends on the mood. Maybe a gin and tonic, or if I'm feeling like I'm just over it, I'll go full margarita and just quit the day. Okay, mm, love that. Two really good ones. Okay, this is going to be a two-sided question just because I want to know more. Uh, okay, so when it comes to girls, do you usually call or prefer like a text? Call. I am someone who will always call or FaceTime before I text. <laughs> Love that. Now, do you get a heart attack if it's a guy that's trying to call you or would you rather have him text you? Oh, a heart, full heart attack palpitation. <laughs> I like compose myself before I answer the phone. <laughs> Literally. That's so funny. <laughs> that was good. Um, who is your celebrity crush? It's not a this or that, but. <laughs> um, oh, goodness. Who is my celebrity crush? Piper. Come on, Piper. We all got one, honey. I, I think I just have too many. Um, okay. I'll okay, give good. you my, give give you top my five, top five. Um, Bachelor Nation crush. <gasps> oh, that's even better because I was going to follow up with that. Honey, oh. give us some clickbait tea. <laughs> we are here. My nation crusher is Mike Johnson. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, All right. You know what? Let me, let me call Mike right I'm now. We all got call. his number get right call. here. You Face like Mike Johnson? Okay, watch this. It's going to be real. Yeah, somebody here. Yeah. Somebody FaceTime to the rescue. <laughs> we love Mike. We really do. Should I FaceTime Mike right now? Yeah. No, stop it. Don't up. put the girl. No, I, you I guys, she's no, opening up to us. We would we, I would not she do that. She's having us. fun. Piper's cool. Unless you want me to. Wink twice if you want me to. 
Okay, I love that. I love that. We love Mike. He's really great. Okay, Anna. Um, I'm skipping lip lipstick or no? You come on. You want to know? I'm skipping it. I'm skipping it. Okay. What is the best dating advice you could give to our listeners? Ooh, um, I think it's the advice that I give to myself is just be yourself, which is so, I know, so cheesy, but like figure out who you are before going into a date. And I think that for me, I spent a lot of time like being very comfortable being single. And that was really good for me because now I can go into a relationship and be like, this is all of me. Take it or leave it. Love Love that. that. Hmm. Um. Okay. I oh. I do want to know heels or sneakers. Ooh. You know, I Oregon. I'm a Nike girl, but I love heels. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I hear uh, you, baby. All right. Well, Piper, thank you so much for coming on and joining us. You. you were great. Yeah, it was a pleasure to so meet fun. you. Um, I know so you're nice going to do big things and I'm going to make sure to reach out to Mike Johnson after this oh, gosh. <laughs> and let him know what's going on. No, but thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I told you guys, I love the girl. I, I, I think she's so fun. I'm so happy we had her. Yes. I'm so happy too. She's really great. I mean, I really do love her journey on the show and like, I'm not kidding. I literally cried and I was like, I feel you girl. I feel you so much Um, when she was in that limo. So I'm so happy that she had that full circle moment and she's great. Yeah. And I think uh, somebody like her is a perfect example of how you have to be going on the show. You can't, you know, you just got to go in there and be hopeful and not have any plans before you go on it. Just go on there and chill. And hopefully the internet starts chilling. And I think she was a great uh, way to wrap this thing up because she's so positive. Well, as always, thank you so much to our clickbaiter listeners. We appreciate you guys. And we're so happy to have another episode with y'all. But thank you, Piper, for coming on the show. You're a gem. And we can't wait to see what you do in the franchise. Yes, and check us out on social and like, comment, DM us. You know where to find us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Share your stories with us. We want to hear them. And subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Wondery app, or wherever you guys are listening right now. Hit that subscribe button. Let's go. Let's go.